Today in Science from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. A Clever and Simple Robot Hand If you want to survive the robot apocalypse, the nerd joke goes, just close the door. (laughs) For all that they're great at, precision, speed, consistency, robots still suck at manipulating door handles, among other basic tasks. Part of the problem is that they have to navigate a world built for humans, designed for hands like ours, and those are amongst the most complex mechanical structures in nature. Relief for the machines, though, is in sight. Researchers at the University of Pisa in Italy have developed a stunningly simple yet stunningly capable robotic hand known as the Soft Hand 2 that operates with just two motors. Compare that to the Shadow Dexterous Hand, which is hypnotizingly skillful, but also has 20 motors. The Soft Hand promises to help robots get a grip at a fraction of the price. Like other robot hands out there, the soft hand uses tendons, a.k.a. cables, to tug on the fingers, but it's arranged in a fundamentally different way. Instead of a bunch of cables running to individual fingers, it uses just one cable that snakes through pulleys in each finger, which gives it a bit less dexterity but also cuts down on cost and power usage. And that's just fine. There's no such thing as a one-technique-fits-all robotic manipulator. More complex robot hands will undoubtedly have their place in certain use cases, as might soft hand. To create this hand, the researchers originally built a simpler soft hand with just one motor. The idea is that when you turn the motor, the length of the tendon shrinks, and in this way you force the hand to close, says roboticist Cosmino della Santina, who helped develop the system. Let out the tendon, and the fingers once again unfurl into a flat palm, thanks to elasticity in the joints. It works great if you want to, say, grip a ball, but because the fingers move more or less in unison, fine manipulation isn't possible. By adding one more motor, Soft Hand 2 ups the dexterity significantly. Take a look at the images in the original article. They're really fascinating. Each of the tendon, which still snakes through all the fingers, is attached to one of two motors in the wrist. If you move the motors in the same direction, the tendon shortens, and you get the gestures in the top row A, B, C, and D. Same principle as the original Soft Hand. But run the motors in opposite directions, and something more complex unravels in E, F, G, and H. In this case, one motor lets out the tendon, while the other reels it in. If you have a tendon moving through a lot of pulleys, the tension of the tendon is not constant, says Della Santina. If one motor is pulling, the tension on that end of the tendon will be higher. If the other is letting out the tendon, the tension on that end will be lower. 
By exploiting tension this way, the soft hand requires far fewer cables than your typical robotic hand that can still get all those fingers a-wiggling. Take a look at the GIF in the original article and you'll see the difference an extra motor makes. That's one motor in the hand on the left and two in the hand on the right. The former sort of brute forces it, collapsing all its fingers around the ball. The latter, though, can more deliberately pinch the ball thanks to the differences in tension of the tendon. Same principle with the banknote. Given that it's working with just two motors, Softhand can pull off an impressive array of maneuvers. It can extend an index finger to unlatch a toolbox or slide a piece of paper off a table. It can even unscrew a jar, all of it on the relative cheap, because lots of motors equals lots of money. For robots to learn and do cool stuff, we need cheap, reliable, and complex systems, says Carnegie Mellon University roboticist Laurel Pinto, who works on robot manipulation. I think their hand strikes this balance, he adds, but the real test is whether other researchers find uses for it. Can it be used to autonomously learn? Is it reliable and robust over thousands of grasps? These questions remain unanswered. So, soft hand has promise, but more complicated robotic manipulators like the shadow dexterous hand still have lots to offer. The soft hand might be good for stereotyped behaviors like unscrewing jars, while the shadow and its many actuators might adapt better to more intricate tasks. Fist bumps, though, leave that to old softy. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.